with God. Father, we thank you for this wonderful time to fellowship together and to hear your word, to hear you speak to us. Father, our hearts are open that you minister to us this morning. Lord, we continue to abide in you and continue to abide in your word as a guide for our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Praise God. And good morning once again. I uh, just want to thank God for this uh, privilege. Um, this morning, just be sharing something with us, uh, just as a way of exhortation, um, from the book of Second Peter, chapter one. It's a familiar scripture that we all know, but there's just something that uh, jumped at me, and I'd love to just share with every one of us this morning. Second Peter, chapter one. I'll start to read from verse one. Um, I'll, I'll read from the Amplified Version. So, Simon Peter, a born servant and apostle, special messenger, personally chosen representative of Jesus Christ, to those who have received and possess by God's will a precious faith of the same kind as ours, by the righteousness of our God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Verse two, grace and peace, that special sense of spiritual well-being be multiplied to you in the true intimate knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. For his divine power has bestowed on us absolutely everything necessary for a dynamic spiritual life and godliness through true and personal knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and excellence. So, like I said, it's a very familiar uh, verse of scripture that we are all used to, but the part for me there is where, you know, where it's talked about grace and peace be multiplied unto you. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you. And this is it for me. You know, um, early, in the early days when we, when we gave our lives to Christ, there was no GSM, there was no technology, there was no internet. So when you want to write letters to brethren, and I'm sure some of you can relate with this. When you write letters, you quote scriptures in the letters, you make it look uh, nice, just like Paul was writing. And you write things like grace and peace be multiplied unto you. And some will just stop at that point. And it's a very familiar thing we hear almost all of the time. So, but there's something to that grace and peace be multiplied unto you. It's in, in King James Version, it says, through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. If in verse 3, he went further. He says, for his divine power has bestowed on us absolutely everything necessary for a dynamic spiritual life and godliness. Through, again, it is through true and personal knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and excellence. So the emphasis there is through knowledge, through knowledge, through knowledge of God, through knowledge of Christ. And 
In verse 3, he emphasized true and personal knowledge. True and personal knowledge. That is how grace and peace is multiplied. The, I, li- I like the Amplified Version, the way it, it brings it out. It says, it says that spiritual, that special sense of spiritual well-being. A lot of time we hear about economic well-being, uh, social well-being, and all the well-being and all the well-being. But this one is talking about that special sense of spiritual well-being be multiplied unto you. It's multiplied through knowledge, through the knowledge of God, through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. It takes personal intimacy with God, personal fellowship with God and with his word to understand a lot of things about him, his purpose and his plans for our lives. You see, in our world today, all kinds of things are happening every day. I remember one of the charges we were given um, at the beginning of the year, in camp meeting and at the beginning of the year, was that we should not listen to what the world is saying. We should not be moved by the things happening around the world. And when we're talking about joyfulness and all of that, because it's something that comes from the inside. Peace is not necessarily the absence of war or the absence of troubles, the absence of chaos and all of that and all of that. So that was why we were charged to, to, to not, I mean, not to be moved by the things that is happening around us. Because if you look at the things happening around us alone, it's enough to weigh anybody down. It's enough to make anyone feel um, like, oh, I don't know what is happening. I don't have hope and I don't have hope about life and all of that. But grace and peace be multiplied unto you through knowledge, knowledge of God, knowledge of Jesus Christ. And how can this knowledge come? This knowledge comes through intimacy, through the knowledge of his word, through the place of fellowship. That's how it comes through the place of personal fellowship. He says, true and personal knowledge of him. Who called us? Who called us? As we continue to fellowship with him, a lot of things is revealed to us through his word. Those are the things that gives us confidence to be able to face each day. I remember one song we, we, we used to sing a lot uh, during my service here. It says, tomorrow holds for me better things I know. How do you know that tomorrow holds for you better things? It's through the word of God. It's through fellowship with the word of God. It's through fellowship with Christ. It's through fellowship with God. So this is a a kind of an exhortation for us this morning that grace and peace will be multiplied. But we also need to understand the place of having personal knowledge, having personal intimacy having personal fellowship with God and with Jesus. No wonder Paul said in Philippians chapter 3, verse 10. You know, after I had, if you read from, from verse 1 down, 
after he had explained a lot of things there, talked about all the worthlessness of the world and all of the things and all his experience and all of that. In, in verse 10, he went further to say that, that I may know him. That I may know him. He talked about all the things he had done before um, and all of that. That was not the important thing at all. The most important to him is that he said that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. So you find out that the knowledge of God helps a lot. It gives you confidence. No wonder um, in, in Joshua chapter one verse says, this book of the Lord shall not depart out of thy mouth. But I shall meditate there in the day and night, and all of that, and all of that. You see, there is a place of constant fellowship with God that reveals a lot of things to us, that gives us the boldness to be able to face the realities of life, that gives us the confidence, you know. And, and because the, 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 we don't, we're not moved by, we don't live our lives by, by, by the things around us, happening around us, by the things that we see. We, we're not moved by the things that we see or the things we hear. Well, we're moved by the word of God. So what is God saying concerning you? What is God saying concerning the situation? What is God saying concerning the, 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 the things happening around you? It comes from the place of personal knowledge. It comes from the place of personal fellowship. It comes from the place of intimacy with the word of God. Come from that place of intimacy. And you see, the knowledge of God's word and the knowledge of him helps us to know who we are in Christ Jesus. Helps us to know who we are in Christ Jesus. Because if you don't, if you don't even know your identity in the first place, you don't even know what rights that you have. You don't know what rights you have. You don't know what, what, what you, can, you, you can lay claim to. So, but the knowledge of him, the knowledge of his word, helps us to know who we are in Christ Jesus. In Galatians chapter 3, verse 26, it says, For ye are all children of God through faith in Christ Jesus. In Galatians 4, 7, it says, So you are no longer a slave, but God's child. And since you are his child, God has made you also an heir. You know, these revelations are important. They help us to understand who we are in Christ Jesus. They help us to know our, 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 our position. They help us to understand how important we are in him. So it is important. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you. It will come through the knowledge, through the knowledge, through the knowledge through the knowledge, as you continue to fellowship, as you continue to, to, to have intimacy with the word of God, you begin to see that you have, you have um, confidence. You, you, there's, there's calmness. There is, there is that, that, I mean, the things that normally would trouble people is not, uh, they don't, don't trouble you. Everybody is, is running helter-skelter. Everybody is, is uh, getting confused. Oh, what are we going to do now? Oh, what is happening? What's going to happen? Uh, what's tomorrow going to look like? No, but because you have stayed in the place of fellowship, 
because you have stayed in that place of having a knowledge of 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 God and of Christ, you will just be confident. You you will not be moved by by the things that move people normally. Isaiah chapter forty three verse four says, "Because you are precious in His eyes and honored, and I love you, I give many return for you, peoples in exchange for your life." So the knowledge of of God, the knowledge of His word, helps us to understand more who we are in Christ Jesus. It helps us to understand more who we are in Christ Jesus. It also helps us to see the worthlessness of the things of this world that people chase, that people spend all the energy and all the strength and everything chasing. You know, only for them to realize at the end of the day that it counts for nothing. It counts for nothing. The knowledge helps us to understand what is important. What is what is what is important? You know, it's not a, it's not everything in this world that you know. There are little little things people just kill themselves over in life. Oh, little things, bother and get worried about and all of that. But you see, the knowledge of the the the, 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 the in the place of fellowship, you understand better, you understand more, and it gives you confidence. It gives you boldness. It gives you confidence. It gives you boldness. In, in, you know, that's, that was one of the reasons why um, Paul, for example, in Acts chapter 27, when they were on that voyage and things were looking as if, oh, they will not survive it, uh, they, they will not, um, they may not be able to get to, to their destination and all of that. It was the knowledge of, of, of what he, he, he got that gave him confidence. And, and he said, there shall be no loss of life. He was so bold about it. He was so confident about it. He held on to it tenaciously. You know, sometimes when, when, when you have some, some revelations of the word of God and you say it and you are holding on to it, sometimes people look at you as if you, are, you have gone insane and, and wonder and say, what, what is this one saying? We are saying the economy is bad. What is this one saying? Don't you know the value of Naira to dollars? What is this one saying? And all of that. But you know what they don't know. Because you know that the, the spiritual controls the, 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 the physical. But they are only just operating at the level of the physical. But the knowledge of knowing these things comes from fellowshipping with the word of God. It comes from the place of having fellowship with the word of God. And you see, like, um, the, the not, the, in the place of fellowship too, we're also able to understand our place in God and to also understand the things that God expects of us. The more you spend time with God, the more you, you the less you spend time with the world. In James chapter four, um, verse four and, and five, he talks about friendship with the world being enmity with God. Friendship with the world is enmity with God. So the knowledge of God is important. The knowledge of Christ is important. The place of fellowship, the place of, of searching the scriptures to getting to know him more, that I may know him. How do you know him? How do I know him? We fellowship with him. You know, when you spend time, if, even as human beings, when you spend time with certain kind of people or certain people, 
from time to time, the more you spend time with them, because you, you get to begin to understand them, you get to begin to know them, you know what he likes, what he doesn't like, um, how he wants things to be done, and all of that, and all of that. But somebody who has not spent time with that person will not understand all of those things. You, you would know much about that person because you have spent time with that person. And that's the importance of also spending time with the word of God, spending time with God, having fellowship with him. Beyond just, okay, we come to church together. Beyond just, um, we, 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 we join, start your day right, and all of that. There's a place of personal fellowship. There's a place of personal intimacy. There's that place of true and personal knowledge of him that comes from the place of fellowship that comes from the place of dining and whining with him through his word. So that's just what I just want to encourage us with this morning, that when we, when we think of this scripture again, grace and peace be multiplied unto you. We don't just stop there. We don't just stop at that point. There is a condition. It says, through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Through the knowledge of God, that's how grace and peace can be multiplied. The Amplified Version says that special sense of spiritual well-being, that special sense of spiritual well-being, it comes through the knowledge of God and of our Lord Jesus Christ. You see, for his divine power has bestowed on us, has given unto us, absolutely that's absolutely nothing out nothing left out everything necessary for a dynamic spiritual life and godliness through true and personal knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and excellence so in in order for us to live as god wants us to live here on earth we we cannot but fellowship and continuously have fellowship with him that's in the, that, that it is in that place that we get revelation. It is in that place that we get understanding. It is in that place that we get wisdom. It is in that place that we get to know how to operate in this world. It is in that place that we understand, oh, that even though the world system looks chaotic, the world system looks um, as if there is no hope, but we have hope in Christ Jesus. We are not of them that lose hope. We have hope in Christ Jesus. We have, you know, you know, a lot of people don't even, a lot of people have given up on, on a lot of things in the world, in Nigeria and, and about Nigeria and a lot, about a lot of things around them. You know, so they, 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 they are like, it, it reminds me of the story of the two lepers. And when they said uh, that there is a lot out there and it, it was sounding like, what are these ones saying? So when, when they turn around, even comes, those kind of people too, they can't see because they're not seeing it from the spiritual point of view. They're just seeing the physical thing and saying that there's no hope. There's no hope. Nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen. But a lot is happening in the spiritual realm. And we can only get to know that through the place of fellowship. And when everybody and everyone out there is, is being, uh, I mean, is afraid, is intimidated by what is going on around him or her, you are so confident. You are so bold because grace and peace has been multiplied unto you through constant fellowshipping, through constant knowledge, through the constant knowledge and continuous knowledge of God and of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So my brethren this morning, I want us to go out with that, 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 that uh, knowledge that we would continue to be in constant fellowship with him 
And it is only through that that grace and peace would be multiplied unto us. Grace and peace. And let's also not forget the importance of true and personal knowledge that comes through fellowshipping with God, that comes through intimacy with the word of God, that comes through continuous and constant fellowship. And I pray that God will continue to help us. He will reveal himself more to us as we fellowship with him in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Have a wonderful day.